The word activist means many things to many people. For some, these are busy bodies and are paid by donors to do this work. It is a politically thankless job. But for our communities, it is a massively important space that helps in pushing back multinationals, government and bad laws and policies. How much do we know about a human rights defender and what is the journey of becoming one? In today's Nation Reports podcast, I seek to find out from Raya Famau, Afia's Lamu environmental activist. Welcome. I am Mora Oberia and let's find out together. Kindly tell me what's your name. Okay, my name is uh, Raya Famau Ahmed. Uh, environmental stroke uh, gender activist from Lamu County. And uh, I've been in this field for almost, I can say, 20 years. 20 years ago, uh, how I started, I was married and uh, I got divorced. So I had to go back to my parents and live with my parents. And uh, when I went back to Lamu, that's when I realized that uh, I have to become an activist. Where were you married? I was, I was married in Lamu, but I stayed in Nairobi. Mm -hmm. So I stayed in Nairobi for three years, then we got divorced with my husband. And then from there, because I was not working, I had to go back and live with my parents. Mm -hmm. So I started uh, square one. Because I was living with my parents, I'm not working, I don't have a husband, uh, no source of income. And uh, I really struggled. Mm -hmm. When it, was that? Uh, that uh, 2003. Mm -hmm. 2003, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I was married in 2000. And we only stayed for three years. Mm -hmm. And then we got divorced. So when I went back to stay with my parents, I was really frustrated. Because uh, while I was getting married, I was uh, a fully trained community nutritionist, but my husband refused, you know, because of culture and the religion. At that time, they were very strong. Mm -hmm. So he refused me to go and work. Mm -hmm. So, and that was a very big blow to me and my family mm -hmm. because I'm the firstborn in my family and my parents were poor, mm -hmm. but they managed to take me to college, hoping that one day I would come back home working and look after them. Mm -hmm. So when I was married and my husband refused, this really depressed my parents. But you know, I was young and I wanted to get married. So from this, I had to start from square one. How old were you when you got married? I was 20 years. Mm -hmm. Just after I finished college, I got married. And my, my dad really told me to wait so that at least I secure a job, then I will get married. But I was young, hot, and I met a, a man who I loved. So I said, uh, I talked with him. Uh, is it possible that when, when we get married, I will work because my parents want me to work so that I can help them? And he, he, he agreed that I'm going to work. But the moment we got married, he said, no, I want a housewife. So that's when my problem started. Okay. So for three years, I was undergoing a lot of uh, stress, a lot of uh, frustration. 
I wanted to go back to college, he refused, mm -hmm. no working, no family, and then luckily we divorced. Okay. So I had to go back to go back to my parents and uh, I started from scratch. But that change in the face of her life was all not all doom and gloom. It was a turning point, not just for her, but for her community. It started with an awakening reality of having to struggle to experience menstruation with dignity. I could uh, sometimes feel uh, the, the pain that when I get my period, I couldn't even afford to buy the 100 shilling uh, sanitary pad. Mm -hmm. And I had to tell my mom to give me 100 shillings to buy. So that time, I thought uh, that is uh, just, uh, uh, I was one person that is undergoing the same uh, uh, problem. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I was thinking, what about other women? Mm -hmm. Maybe there are also other women who are also suffering. Mm -hmm. So I started to volunteer uh, to go to Kenya Red Cross Lamo branch, mm -hmm. and I wanted to volunteer, I wanted to work with them mm -hmm. on voluntary basis. Mm -hmm. Then I volunteered to work in a hospital in Lamu, mm -hmm. Lamu District Hospital, so that by the end of the month I could get stipend and uh, when I get period mm -hmm. I can buy the sanitary pad because I felt very bad when I get my menses. I have to tell my mom to give me the 100 shillings to buy the sanitary. Uh -huh. So I think that's time, that's when I felt like I need to do activism and help other women who are suffering in their marriages, who are suffering out of marriages. Mm -hmm. That's how I started. Mm -hmm. Now, Miss Famau is a renowned environmental activist, a founding member of Save Lamu, a coalition of community-based organizations in Lam County. In December 2019, Coast Woman magazine fated her Woman Activist of the Year Award. This was after President Uhuru Kenyatta had awarded her a certificate of recognition as a Shuja of Lam County during the Mashuja Day celebrations held in Mombasa. Her venture into activism makes her an example of a woman who has to defy the odds of Muslim culture and religion. for women. You know, in Lamu, not many women want to indulge themselves in activism mm -hmm. because of the culture there is very strong and uh, even the religion sometimes does not allow us to go out, demonstrate, you know, fight for other people's right. They feel like if you are a woman, you have to stay indoors, you, you cook, you help your children, you know. Mm -hmm. So I have, I have inspired a lot of girls and women mm -hmm. and right now most of them can come out mm -hmm. and uh, 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 at least right now I, ha I, I've hold, I have also managed to form uh, a women-led uh, women organization in Lamu. Mm -hmm. This is a thing that uh, uh, it was not there in the past. What is the name of the organization? We, Lamu Women Alliance. Mm -hmm. So this is a consortium of women-led organization. We have uh, 13 women groups, grassroots women, mm -hmm. who, are, who are a team of the board of directors. Mm -hmm. And we are looking into many issues. You know, at first, uh, when I went to Red Cross... But her defiance has been beneficial to herself and her community. 
Firstly, she went back to school at Technical University of Mombasa and started with a certificate in community development and counseling. She later advanced to a diploma. And finally, she has an undergraduate degree in development studies from the same institution. While offering volunteer services at the then Lamu District Hospital, she felt working in a health facility was not her forte. When I started uh, activism, I realized I didn't want to work in the hospital mm -hmm. because a nutritionist mostly works in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So I went back to college and I did community development mm -hmm. and counseling, certificate in community and counseling, development and counseling. Then after I finished, I joined a diploma in community development okay. and then I degree I, I, uh, I did a Bachelor of Science in Development Studies. Secondly, oh, so under Save Lamo, yes. a coalition of community-based organizations, she participated in petitioning the government against the establishment of a 1,050 megawatt coal plant in Kwasasi area of Hindi Magogoni sub-county in Lam County, which was funded by African Development Bank. In 2016, the coalition alongside other petitioners filed a suit against the National Environmental Management Authority and the Amun Power, the company proposing to establish the plant at the National Environmental Tribunal in Nairobi. The ruling was made in 2019 with the tribunal suspending the environmental impact assessment license that NEMA had issued to the company. It was a judgment preceded by aggressive advocacy initiatives in which Ms. Famau partook. You know, first we started very small, it was just save Lamo. But we came to realize all this project, we have people who are also um, involved. Like the Lapset uh, project, there's a corridor that it will affect not only Lamu, mm -hmm. the Turkana people, the Samburu people, you know, mm -hmm. alongside the corridor. Mm -hmm. So we realized we, we, we need to spread wings. And that is why we opened um, another platform in Nairobi called Decolonize. Uh -huh. So that we can amplify our voices and let other people also come on board and help us. Because the call, if they build a call in Lamo, it will not be a Lamo people affair only. It means when they start in Lamo, they will tomorrow start it in other, another place. Uh -huh. So we have to bring many people on board. And many CSOs came on board uh -huh. to help us amplify by telling the government to stop this project. Uh -huh. So what is the future for you? How do you foresee your future, considering all these threats? I think uh, the future is bright, especially for the women in Lamu, because uh, even though we are struggling, I know there's uh, light at the end of the tunnel. We will get positions, we will work with the government, and our voices will be heard because mm -hmm. of the, str the, the struggle that we have. Okay. Undergo. For now, she's making ends meet from the seasonal grants her organization receives to implement projects. Nevertheless, she's looking beyond the challenges. The following story is brought to you by Mora Oberia. It was produced by James Mutt, edited and engineered by Kevin Miner. Nation Reports, only on Nation.Africa.